clinical Up. clinical Up. clinical population population clinical population population clinical population Hi, my name is Gabby. I'm Allison. I'm Grant. I'm Mike. And welcome to Clinical, Clinical Populations. <laughs> Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And today we are at the National AMTA Conference in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> Thank you. There's so many people here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we have to pump in the studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> we can put in um, like a cheering track. Yeah, we'll into do that. <laughs> Whenever I say something cool, we'll put that in. Oh, yeah. Just you? Yeah. Because I'm not going to say anything cool. That's why I'm saying um, Yeah, so we're really excited to be here. This is our first national recording yeah. mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. yeah. My first time coming to a national conference. I know. Sucker. <laughs> Sucker. I like it. It's fun. It's, it's nice to meet people from all over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, should we just go into the song? Yeah. yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah. Okay. Go so we're just going to go into um, the song we have today, and it's called 22 and Some Change by Stephen Day. I don't want to die young. Don't want to get old. And stay so my heart gets cold So tell me there's a reason There's something upstairs And tell me they've been seeing What's going on down here Cause I get to feeling sad And I miss my mom and dad Why is it so hard to tell them that When you get to a certain Caught under the wave 
And I miss my mom and dad Why is it so hard to tell them that? When you get to a certain age You miss what you could have was 22 and some change by Stephen Day. Um, so we asked Stephen uh, what what was the inspiration behind the song and if he could give us a little um, description um, of his thoughts on the song. And he said, this song is the adult in me fighting the little kid feelings. It always takes a long time for me to process my own emotions. So when this song came out, I knew I had been feeling them for a while. The I just want to have fun and have a good laugh line in the second verse holds a lot more meaning to me than the playfulness it presents. That was at a time where I simply just wanted to have fun the easy way like a kid without thinking about all of the intricacies of living an adult life and have serious, uncontrollable belly laugh. I think he meant belly laughter, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so I saw him perform the song live in Dallas earlier this year, opening for Scott Mulvihill. Um, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, ah, like, this is me. Um, <laughs> this is totally me. Also, he's from Georgia, and I'm originally from Georgia, so I was like, ah, this is even more me. <laughs> um, um, but it was just, I like, the chorus part, I, I resonated with a lot, um, because... Yeah, like, I think when I first, like, went to college for undergrad, like, I didn't miss my parents, but then when I moved, like, halfway across the country to grad school at TWU, like, I actually missed them, but I didn't know how to tell them that. Um, so, I was like, oh, <laughs> that, okay, yes, that's how I was feeling. <laughs> yeah. um, so, this song just really resonated with me. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm I'm going through a lot of life changes right now, and I definitely resonated with it. Um, but I also was thinking like, wow, this is um, this is a perfect song to help someone going through an existential crisis, um, like really, I mean, almost quarter life crisis kind of thing going on here. Um, and you know, just talking about the grief that comes with change, um, or you know, things not going the way that you planned them, um, or missing what once was. Um, I think that's something that we all go through and it's very important to talk about that. Um, you know, we try to do it on our own. Um, and then we get into this, I have, I have to adult this way. Um, but I think it's important to talk about those things and to process them with someone else. Um, and to figure out like, why did I, want it to go a specific or why am I upset that it didn't go a specific way um yeah wait so okay change originally I thought it was like numbers like yeah. an act change but then you just said change mm -hmm. oh my gosh life changes maybe that was a play on words I don't oh gosh okay I mean I would hope <laughs> I would hope and say so in that sense because yeah. I think about like how the bridge comes in mm -hmm. and then there's this part where everything's kind of just going to stop and it's very in comparison to the verses and the chorus, like where there's a bunch of stuff going on, it's like very simple and like open in that sense. Yeah, but there's know. no ground. Yeah, right. and, that's, and I think that's part of it, which is really, it's stressful for me to listen to. Yes, but, yeah. Um, there's nothing to give you the foundation. Yeah. But like the, the, the lyrically, lyrically, the part that's really interesting is that there is the component where he says, I ought to give myself some grace. And 
it's that simple reminder, and I think like especially as you start going through major life transitions, it's like this is really hard. I'm not doing as well as I could be. I'm doing all this stuff, and it's like you have no foundation. But like it's this repeated mantra, which may or may not be true of, I need to be gentle with myself. Mm-hmm. I need to be gentle with myself, mm-hmm. and you kind of get back to it when like you know, last course comes in. It's like it's still a little bit like less, but I don't know. It's just interesting, like how that bridge comes in. It's like, huh, that's really. That's a lot. (laughs) Well, and even like musically, he's talking about some things that are very deep. And yet the musical components are almost like putting on a fake smile. Um, Yeah. yeah. Polishing Uh, up something that's not (laughs) right. Polishing up something. No, no, no. no, 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 I was going to say, no, no, no. I don't. No, go for it. (laughs) It's a beautiful song. It really Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And and I was, as I listened to several times, um, great lyrics really profound but if you really listen to the music with the lyrics mm-hmm. there's i would say and please forgive me if steven's listening to this it's inauthentic meaning he's not feeling it yet because you can tell from the elements the rhythm the the ground what you call the ground the bass is that it's they're all um figures and there's no dissonance there's no counter there's nothing that that shows that same stress in the song think about songs like seven years or any song with existential meaning about life mm-hmm. and you'll get these counter things and these 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 chords that will i don't want to say deceptive chords but that'll mesh because there's a they're, transition they're and there's no yeah, transition correct. here yeah. and especially the bridge which is really telling which is beautiful that openness there but where does he land yeah. You know, from that standpoint. So I would never say this to a client, but I, this is something I would listen to is, wow, how are the elements playing a role in this? Because what could happen in a song like this when a client brings in, especially with an existential crisis, is that they could get lost in it and not go through it mm-hmm. without the pain, in a sense. Yeah. Could. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that. I would just, just analyzing the song. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's avoidant in a way. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. sounds like a 22-year-old. I mean, it's way developmental. It's way yeah. nice. This should yeah. be what I'd be doing. Yeah, it's easier to push 30. it away. <laughs> Don't edit that. Keep that in there. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I think that's like, I'm going to lovingly disagree with you for a hair. Um, <gasps> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, no, because like, yes, in a sense, like the disingenuine, like, and that could be the case especially like if you're processing it from like this outside perspective especially as a therapist but like for their experience that might be as genuine as authentic as they can access at that time oh yeah i'm yeah. not saying he is yeah, but, yeah. or any of this mm-hmm. i'm saying until the, there could be a connection yeah mm-hmm. when the connection comes that could be very powerful mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah this is a great this could be the connection it could change yeah. or it could be another song maybe it's the next song then mm-hmm. has that yeah i disagree I'm just saying from the moment, that initial moment, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. my perspective from a real <laughs> psychodynamic, existential. Well, you know, I'm getting a Sartre now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it brings up something good that, like, obviously we are trained um, to not just look into the lyrics and discuss the lyrics, but really think about it musically. Right. And, and mm-hmm. it gives us, like, a little sneak peek, possibly. I'm going to agree with Grant that maybe it's not exactly what they're feeling, um, but it gives us a sneak peek into what they might be feeling, and it can open yeah. up that discussion, especially if the client brings in the song. Um, it kind of makes you go, hmm, this might be something we need to talk about. Um, so it's just something to Yeah, and even if you're wrong, even if I said to him as a client, mm-hmm. hey, this song doesn't feel like it's fully connected, that's fine. Then he can tell me not. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. even more important, you know, mm-hmm. that I yeah. get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But improvisation, if this was an improvisation, I would think, be thinking ground figure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I'm not disingenuous. I want to make sure that's clear. It's inauthentic, meaning the paradox of the connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of the, this is beautiful. I get so feeling sad mm -hmm. while you're one, four, five. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, further discussing, I want to bring up Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yay! So the next contestant. Next um, contestant. <laughs> Do you want this? Yeah, Do you remember probably. what you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want me to go through? Just kind of all, all the Discussion. Points? I mean, cool. honestly, you can say whatever. Well, <laughs> I, I think I'm kind of in the middle of what you all are saying, too, because I think it's, it's that cry for help without it being a cry for help. Yeah. It's mm -hmm, like... Yeah. It's one, four, five, and it's trucking along. It's like, hey, but I miss my mom and dad. I, it's almost like he's like at a coffee shop. Like, I just told a stranger all these things yeah. about me because <laughs> I can't tell my best friend yeah. or I can't tell my yeah. mom. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that like life has to keep going. And a lot of people feel like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm an adult now, but like I want to make friends like not just you know, the people I work with mm -hmm. or not just whatever. So some of the things that I, it, it reminded me of, and it's funny you brought that up because it reminds me of my group. I do a men's addiction recovery group mm. oh. and we just did seven years. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, uh, it's funny that you brought that up because we did, and it reminds me of a similar session where we did seven years. And I said, I want you to think back to when you were whether it was seven or whether 11. it was whatever, yeah. what's that right. when you felt like you were safe and could be vulnerable mm. and all these guys have been in prison and different things like that. So it was like, think to then what did that kid need? Mm -hmm. And, um, just hearing some of the hurts that they had to go through and that like, uh, just improvising on that. We just improvised yeah, songwriting yeah. on that. And they went and just, we played through the song again and they wrote on the board, like, what are some of your, when, what would you tell that person to get it through? What do they need? Mm. And I think this kind of gets at that too, with like, what are the contradictions in yourself is kind of what I see in this. Cause he's like, I don't want to die young. I don't want to get old. I, want to I know. Say so you did like, it, read it without the the music. It's like, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. But I think that that's most people can connect with that on some level. Yeah. Like it's so hard to find that like Goldilocks zone of our yeah. life. Uh, yeah. It's like no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Are we that so, part? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The but um, and I think too the twenty two and some change. I would probably bring up like, well, what is the now? Like, cause mm. he says, cause he doesn't really allude. Maybe he is 22 or maybe he's already much older than 22 mm -hmm. cause he puts into some change. So it's like, I think that leaves that open to interpretation of where are you, mm. where are you in this, uh, this stage? So the guys brought up a point to me that was interesting. They were talking about, um, vulnerability and they're like, you know, using terms like, you know, when I was on the street. I had to be tough. I had mm -hmm. to be hard. I had to be whatever like machismo, like toughness that they had to have because they were living literally a dangerous life or death life. And they're like, ironically, now that I'm walking through the 12 steps, the toughest things I've ever done is 
forgiving myself and forgiving mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. And I think that kind of gets at some of the things throughout the song too. So I think what I would bring up in an improvisation or a songwriting would be like two. also, what do you want versus what do you need? Mm-hmm. That kind of discussion. And then what's the tough thing that you didn't realize was the tough thing. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I, it doesn't sound tough to tell my mom and dad I miss them or to tell whoever, whatever, mm-hmm. but that what's that expression that seems easier than it should be, or seems like it's easy, but you can't do it. Yeah. So I think that would be I, I mean, you think about how long it took to produce this song and write the lyrics and play it over and over and how quick it would be to say, I miss you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. So that's the paradox. You skirt that's around right. it. You skirt around it <laughs> yes. for yep. the aspect of right. if he really does miss his mom and dad, they had to wait till a song was produced that they may or may not have cared to listen to yeah. their son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, like parents. Oh, that's cute. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, nice job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Do you, you know, have a real so, job? So yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we've all heard that, right? Yeah. Nice song. Do you, do you have a real job? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. But yeah, that kind of reminded me. So, I mean, immediately I go into whether it's directly like songwriting, like lyric substitutions type things, or whether it leads to a discussion. Yeah, I know they thought that was great. They thought it was wonderful. And then, um, or if it leads to moving into a different conversation with, you know, brand new improvisation, or it just leads to discussions, Mm. I think. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's a great software discussion. Yeah, Yeah. cool. Thanks for letting me chat. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Double round of applause, right? Uh, you know, yeah. uh, it's good. This is the idea of this whole thing is not to just our thoughts, is to really, the advanced clinical aspect of our field is not mm-hmm. discussed enough in how deeper we can go with simple receptive exercise. I don't want to say simple. That's a bad word. But, uh, I mean, you know, like this, we, yeah, to not just see him as playing and talking, mm-hmm. to really... Yeah, and search ourselves within it, you know, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, you brought up talking, you brought up, like, parental, like, opinions and things. So, um, Helen, can you talk about your perspective? This was really interesting. Yeah, I was, in, yeah. Look at you two making connections. Look at that. You are Excellent job. Who was their teacher? <laughs> nice job. That temple education. So much fun because, I mean, everyone sitting in this room probably has um, some some similar feelings and thoughts that everyone else is, you know, it's in alignment. But I think there are also some different perspectives mm-hmm. that people are always going to look or listen to a piece of music through their own lens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how that's going to resonate with them, mm-hmm. depending on which archetype you're looking at. Yeah. Oh, don't and get me started on archetypes. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> no, no. The last one, I that went archetypal. Everyone's, uh, everyone's on an archetype. <laughs> so many inside of us, right? So I'm Helen Dolis, and I'm a board-certified music therapist, CEO and founder of Able Arts Work, who has also been on Population yes. for five episodes yes. with Artbeat Radio. But my thought about 22 and some change, you know, as I sat and kind of listened to it and absorbed it, and I thought, what a beautiful, um, a beautiful piece that could be utilized um, as a, a bridge for cross-generational family um, discussions Mm. Um, because parents nowadays at least I'm kind of in that boat right now you know you're a parent and I used to be 22 and something and I remember having feelings about my parents but now I've also had 
several children that have been 22 and something. And I remember much of what they went through and the conversations that we've had to have over the years um, as they went through these same exact things. But I also am going to have grandchildren. I do have grandchildren. And someday they're going to be 22 and something. So, you know, this is what I call the club sandwich generation. Yeah, that's where I am right now. And having to deal with, you know, older parents because now my mom, she was 22 and something. She remembers me being 22 and something. And she remembers my children being 22 and something. And she does have 10 great-grandchildren. So this Mm. is a lot of cross-generational and there are a lot of people that are experiencing these things. And how much can we learn from just that theme alone Mm. is being able to compare and contrast cross-generational feelings and how many things are very much the same developmentally Mm -hmm. that we all went through might not look exactly the same and yet how different things can be because of our society and because of the advancements of you know uh who we are and where we are you know and so being able to have those open discussions with families um is so important not just in the general community but all communities now when I read his lyrics and he's saying, I want to, you know, so tell me there's a reason there's something upstairs. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that for the metaphor and what's going on down here, he's meaning his age. So he's really reaching out and he's, you know, and I think that a lot of, uh, you know, young adults, they want to have, they, he's opening the door for, for conversation, right? And so being able to utilize this, I think, as a stepping stone or an opening for verbal processing with, you know, family therapy, mm-hmm. perhaps, could be a really good starting point. And I love the music. Um, you know, it's kind of a, the rhythm and the, it, it's kind of, it's a travel, it travels. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jack Johnson-esque. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very profound lyrics, but that yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he wants Agreed. to travel mm-hmm. down that road, mm-hmm. and, and and so it moves. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go fast and slow. It's a very steady yeah. pace, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he yeah. keeps that throughout the entire time. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, awesome. right? Thank you, yeah. Helen. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Ooh. Um, kind of jumping off of that with the instruments and how steady they were, um, Bonnie has some stuff to say about instruments as well. Look at that transition too. What? (laughs) You guys are really good at this. (laughs) Hello, I'm Bonnie. I'm a music therapist in Denver, a long time listener. Um, and (laughs) listening to the song, I feel like I definitely caught on to all the themes that have been discussed. It's like the first foremost thing, but I started really picking up on the instruments in the background. They were interesting to me. It's probably my percussion brain. Um, (laughs) and I was like, oh, you could arrange that for a group and they could play the different melodies on different instruments and it could be recreated. And so then you could be working on different goals like socialization, turn taking in a group, or maybe fine motor skills. 
but you could also kind of use it if it resonates with an individual client or if you're working with a group or a client and maybe you want to talk about the deeper themes but don't want to like throw them into it right away mm -hmm. so they could ground themselves with the instrument parts and that steady beat and kind of hear the words but be focusing more on that and then see if they bring up the discussion and go with that. So those were kind of my thoughts. I love it. Nice. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> so Briley? So... I actually just turned 20 like a couple of weeks ago, so a lot of the themes, like when I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, like even neat. coming up here to Minnesota was the first time I've like traveled without my parents, so that was wow. a very like yeah. shocking experience. Um, but when I was sitting here, before you even played the song, I was expecting like a really like slower like the very first line, I don't want to die young. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that upbeat and happy tone. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it started playing, I just sort of was like zoned out. And I was like, what's happening? And then I finally got back to analyzing it. I just feel like the sound of it just sounds so manufactured. And it's almost, because I feel like it's not only his internal relationship with like his parents, I think almost like society's expectation of mm. what you should be doing at this yeah. age. Mm -hmm. wow. Because that line when it's like, why is it so hard to tell them when you get to a certain age? Mm -hmm. But there's no set rule. Yeah. Like nobody's, I hope no one's telling him he can't talk to his parents or if he can't be having these emotions. Yeah. And so like, and it's almost the verse, the, and verse two of that I just want to have fun was when it felt like it lined up with what was actually going on in the background. Mm. But then again, he immediately switches back and has this conflict, internal and external. Mm -hmm. And I just think the bridge to me, like when that came on, I finally understood what he was feeling because mm -hmm. it was completely different from everything else. And I feel like that was his real, almost like what Dr. Sanders said, was, was the most ground, or not grounded, yeah, yeah. but the most like emotional part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and even just the like contrast for I got to give myself some grace was some like to me that hit me harder than anything else he was saying because mm -hmm. it was just so emotionally raw. Um, and then just going right back to the chorus, you still never get that resolution. Mm -hmm. And I think it does take some change before you do get that resolution. So I don't know if the song necessarily was supposed to be like an all encompassing, like this is what exactly how 22 should start and end and it'll all be okay <laughs> when it takes a p people a lot of time before they get to that stage where they are okay. So at first I was like, not upset. The song ended back with the chorus, but it does make sense in terms of mm -hmm. like how life Going goes. Back and forth. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny and, and everyone's kind of bringing this up, but if you look at form, Mm. He's saying everything's different. I want to change things. But this is the most classic form for a, a song. It yeah. is. Yeah. And even <laughs> yeah. the bridge. And he say the bridge. I mean, I mean, yeah. he says it like that, too. I yeah. mean, and just and the chorus, the second time this chorus just ends. Mm -hmm. Classic, you know, yeah. of staying within the structure of society and all yeah. these things and this change. It, but, yeah. yeah, so conforming. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I just like that's one of my favorite things, though, about especially when you start analyzing so analyzing songs, but like really just soaking them yeah, in. Yeah. Like you see like a lot of like societal metaphors with like music and accompaniment yeah, in terms yeah. of that mm -hmm. and like right. how lyrically that is sometimes like very individualized, like the struggle to like counteract against societal standards. So you can kind of get that 
and not necessarily incongruence per se, but you see like where there's that struggle and it's like, I'm going to try to fit, but I don't think it necessarily does. Yeah, like yeah. lyrically and musically, it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> there's this You want to try not to fit yeah. so much yeah. in form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And this is a perfect stage. I mean, post-adolescence is the, well, adolescence is the rebellion stage. Emerging adulthood. Yes. Emerging Adam. adulthood. <laughs> a girl, Erickson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I studied. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank That's you. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. That's fine. Yeah. All right, Sophia. She was my practicum student. This better yeah. be good. <laughs> yeah, we had a Did good I time. teach you correctly? <laughs> Let's see right now. Um, so Let's my hope name's not Sophia. that she teach you correctly. Not her correctly, at least. I don't know. Yeah, I learned from all these people. Um, so. Man, I had to reread because I was so involved in what everyone else was saying. I forgot what I wrote. Um, I really, I don't want to say I just enjoyed this piece of music. I feel like I even learned something about myself. Like I'm turning 22 in December. Mm. Just like Briley, we're in the emerging adulthood stage. And um, so these lyrics really resonated with me also. And some that really popped out to me was the paradoxes of not wanting to die young, but also not wanting to get old. But it even talks about another one later when it says, um, you miss what you could have had, but don't really want it back. Um, So you're always weighing like the pros and cons of what you have now versus what you had then or where you're going and you hope you're on the right track. Um, And just always comparing like yourself to what you used to be and what you're going to be. Um, And I feel like this would be a really great song for some lyric substitution Mm -hmm. um, because like we said, mm-hmm. a lot of these themes resonate with people at this age, um, but everyone at this age can take their own spin on it. So he just wants to have fun and have a good laugh. What do you just want to do? Like, I just want to blank, mm-hmm. make blank. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me this. What do you want to be told? What do you, you know, look for? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just more lyric analysis. I feel like it's really good for adolescents, adults, um, psychiatric settings. And I loved how the song built. It kept building instrumentally. Like it started with just a few instruments and the music kind of grew like he was growing up. Um, there's a lot of really interesting metaphors that you could really dive into. So perfect. That Thank, was you. Awesome. Thank you. Um, going off of the songwriting, um, um, you could also change like 22 to a different age, right? So you can use this with different age groups and like at any age, you're going to have questions or you're going to want certain stuff. Um, so you could rewrite it to suit the age that you're working with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but thank you all so much for participating and sharing your ideas. Um, they're really great. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know everyone, but I know the, these knuckleheads in the front. Um, you know, being known your undergrads, it's really nice to see you reflect that yeah. deeply mm-hmm. and be able to, to be honest. And it's an honor to be a part of that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying undergrads can't, but that's a level of maturity, and mm-hmm. that's really important. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, and for stepping up to the microphone too yeah. in a room yeah. full of yeah. people that do this every day. That's, <laughs> that's when I was when I was coming to conferences as an undergrad. It was sometimes scary. So yeah. thank you so yeah. much for coming yeah. up yeah. And, and sharing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, thank you guys. We really appreciate you guys coming. And we finished our first national nice. national yeah. presentation. <laughs> um, so we're going to sign off by listening to 222 and some change. Bye. 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 Later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die young. Don't want to get old. And stay so warm. My heart gets cold So tell me there's a reason There's something upstairs And tell me they've been seeing What's going on down here Cause I get to feeling sad And I miss my mom and dad Why is it so hard to tell them that When you get to a certain Certain age, you miss what you could have.